Yes. Can you guys stop swearing? I have children over here. Next time you swear, I'm gonna call the cop. Hit the deck, Indians. <laughs> it's Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. It's this podcast we do every week. No, we're not gonna avoid saying it because you know what? We have to issue the. We have to. If in case you didn't get the homage I made, you know, we will, wrestling lost one of its greatest managers uh, last week, and I threw obvious. I threw. I threw. That was this week was my homage to him. <laughs> you know, I, we're, 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 we can't avoid it this week because no, we lost Bobby the brain. You're absolutely and, right. <laughs> you know, you you can't. You, we're not gonna go an hour without mentioning last. No, so. you're you're absolutely right. We uh, certainly can't. <laughs> well, we could have. Well, we could have, but why would we? I mean, we're talking about Bobby the Brain Heenan here. This is like, <laughs> I mean, you listen to like Jim Cornette and you listen to uh, you know Paul Heyman, and they're they'll tell you like Bobby the Brain Heenan is like one of their biggest influences. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I I don't even think of those guys from my childhood. I think of Bobby. So no, absolutely, me too. <laughs> like that. That's the. I think one of the biggest differences. It depends on the generations today. There's a lot of kids. They're, they're not going to know it, but yeah, a lot of the people that they would they watch are influenced by him. <laughs> you know, regardless of how you rank best of all time and all that, there's no point getting that debate. He he's in the list. Absolutely. Whatever the list is, he's in it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the thing that, like, you know, you saw, I saw a lot of debate about that this week, and like, people arguing about stupidest shit ever. And it's just like, fuck off. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, it's really pointless. Like, you like what you like. That's a subjective element, but you can't take away the ability he had because it mm-hmm. was upper echelon elite <laughs> in everything managing, commentating. You know, et cetera. Like, even as a wrestler, he was pretty good, so. Eh. Well, you know something, dude, Zendudak. You forgot one other thing. He, he, was, he was also psychic, dude, Zendudak. He predicted my <laughs> heel turn, brother. You know, back in 96. <laughs> back in 96. Back in 96, when I created the heel turn. You know, that's always. Knew, not even Hall and Nash. Not even Hall and Nash. Oh, knew I was turning heel. And he comes right out. What did he announce? Am I the third man? So he he knew, brother. He knew, dude. He knew, he dude, brother. He he knew. He knew I was turning heel, brother. <laughs> There's a lot of debate on on like, oh, Bobby spoiled it. No, Bobby didn't spoil it. This is Bobby. Like Bobby Heenan had always been suspicious of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. WWF. He was doing that shit in like NWA. Yeah. Yeah, that's his. That was his go-to anyway. So. Yeah, that's one of the stupid debates I saw. <laughs> like I said, I've seen a lot of them this weekend. It's just kind of yeah. the one, the one that actually I actually did get involved in, and not much. I just kind of I, I couldn't help myself. There's some jackass who was trying to like argue that like the WWE was in the wrong for their wellness policy, and they're trying to help people like X Pac who like failed their uh, rehab multiple times and. And not curing uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Last time I checked, <laughs> sure answer hasn't been discovered. Right. And I'm pretty sure that they would be all over that. Like, and- well, no. If you if you ask if you ask Val Venus, the c- cancer has been cur- cured because cannabis cures cancer. So yeah. 
Well, there's 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 medical research and a lot of different things. That's one of them. But yeah. all all that all that shit aside, like it's just kind of one of those like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's the thing. People are ridiculous, man. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. You know, people don't realize. Okay, yeah. You know, he can he can spin out the roof for treatments, but you know. Once it spreads, it's, it's it's a death sentence. Once cancer spreads, it's a mm-hmm. death sentence. You, it doesn't it doesn't matter how much treatment you get; it's gonna keep spreading, and it's gonna kill you. I uh, no. Gregory Iron had posted about uh, Bobby Heenan, and uh, in you know he was talking about uh, you know even not, unable to talk, and you know. Which is the truly, you know, aside from you know killing him, was truly the, uh, uh, you know, worst thing was you have a guy like Bobby Heenan who's a, uh, who who's uh, you know known for talking and he can't talk anymore, but he's still like super quick witted and like was speaking through AIDS, like telling people, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, just just making fun of people. Like he made fun of like, like Gregory Iron is the example I was using. Um, and Gregory posted some pictures where he said, you know, Bobby handed me his cane, pointed at his head, and indicated that he wanted me to, you know, look like I was bashing his head in with in the pictures. <laughs> it's like even unable to talk, Bobby Heenan was still a better talker than anybody else. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's the part of the argument if you have to have an argument over stupid shit that really didn't get mentioned is that you know the person who shatters the mold and pretty much sets the standard for everybody else it doesn't matter if you personally like how they did it or not Mm -hmm. that legendary status of okay it's not a question you know he is the greatest ever you know you've got to give some thought to that that there there was nobody like him before him and we're not going to see that again anybody who tries to be him is just going to be that a pale shadow of him mm-hmm I was always a fan. Like I, I went on and uh, posted, um, you know, posted my little tribute to Bobby Heenan, and I told the story of, uh, you know, we went up to Niagara Falls, uh, WWE Niagara Falls, up in Canada, and uh, we were slightly late getting there, and the security guard refused to let us in line to to meet Bobby Heenan, Roddy Piper, and uh, Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, but we got to uh, see them do a, a special. Piper's Pit, or, yeah, it was a Piper's Pit, and it was just, it was right before the cancer really, uh, you know, ruined Bobby's ability to speak, um, so at least I got that experience, even though I, I didn't actually get to meet, uh, Bobby or, or Roddy Piper, for that matter, um, but yeah, really, truly, truly terrible loss in the wrestling world. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I already had my two things. So I prepped. I, I did it's... the the homage at the beginning and you know, the, 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 the 96 Hogan. Sorry. Uh, you, guys, you guys hit it on the nose. You know, that... I, you know, I said, uh, you know, that you guys can't, you got none, you got none of you guys are wrong. You guys are all right. And you're, you know, I think my favorite Bobby Heenan moment was, uh, the, when the rockers broke up, <laughs> well, see one without the other, isn't any good. I told you. And then they turned like, ah, he didn't need Janetti. That coward just tried to jump through the window. <laughs> like I said, well, exactly. That's why it was the one I opened up. That was my favorite thing. Whenever Tatanka came out to the ring, and that's how he used to call Tatanka, Tatanka, and then he'd scream. His 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 um his theme would come. He'd scream, Tatanka! It was just. I love that. I I had in my in my on this day on Facebook not long ago. I think it it was just after Bobby passed, and it was um. Uh, from the Simpsons, it was Homer uh, going to the Indian casino, and he's telling Bart, "We we have to respect the ways of these people." And then he starts going, "Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you?" <laughs> and one of the comments was Bobby Heenan, <laughs> and it's like, "I this might have been inspired by Bobby Heenan." <laughs> love the love them. We used to call it. You know what the humanoids don't understand is that this guy or when he reads Teller Wrestler, or I used to love like say when I used to when I first you know they used to granted before Monday Night Raw used to my um my um USA used to have you know the Monday Night Show that had was hosted by Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan and I always Prime remember time, yeah. you know it was also the coolest thing when my parents let me stay up to watch it <laughs> you know just to hear those two banter yeah for sure. <laughs> It's, I mean, like, to this day, I'll watch an old episode of Nitro, and I'll I'll tweet, you know, and that was in my uh, tribute article, too, was one that I did recently, where uh, Tony Schiavone goes, are you chicken? And he goes, how many eggs do you want? <laughs> yeah, man, it's just... <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a... That was a tough thing to, to read. In, in fact, uh... I found out about it from your post, JT. <laughs> you posted, well, and I, you 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 probably noticed I didn't like or comment or anything on it. I literally, like, as soon as I saw your post, I'm, like, Googling and, like, looking up and, like, no, the, this is bullshit. Bobby Heenan can't be dead, you know? Well, I saw from another, I saw someone else post it, and it was, and then I saw, and I went on Twitter, and I saw it was not, so it was a, one. I wouldn't say it was a reputable site, but it was like they were quoting Jim Ross as confirming it. And I'm like, okay, if Jim Ross is confirming this stuff, okay, I, I you know, you you kind of gotta be, believe it. So that, yeah, that was pretty much. Yeah, that's what I saw first was Jim Ross. I, I searched and I'm like, yeah, okay, it happened. Yeah, I saw JT's post. Saw JT's post, and then I saw the Jim Ross tweet, and then it's okay. This really happened. <laughs> I wasn't like traumatized or anything i was, I was sad yeah but, absolutely but it was it, it was the fact that he fought it for like 15 years i mm -hmm. was just like you know kind of knew it was coming and it wasn't one of those things where i could be like too torn up over it like because it kind of accepted the fact that it was inevitable right sure yeah so you look at like like i I said something along the lines of it, where it's just like I just, I'm going to remember him as fighting it, fighting it, because I mean right. that in itself is admirable. Uh, whatever it was that 
worked for him, kept him going that long. That's fucking incredible. Like this, we we talked a lot about cancer on this podcast over the years and mm-hmm. how it affects everybody, and so many people, you know, unfortunately go a hell of a lot quicker. So, if nothing else, like the fact that he lived that long is actually kind of a good thing. And I'd rather look at it from that point of view than like the shocking, tragic, like out of nowhere death where it's like a complete accident. And it it doesn't mean it doesn't suck. It just means like, hey, you know, like there is a kind of a positive in there as much as it sucks. And plus, plus, plus that's the thing you kind of know, like, I knew, going back to what you said, you knew, you you know, you know, I knew something like this was legit when I, I, I don't go on and hit RIP to everybody that dies like some people do. It's mm-hmm. got to be something, something important for me to say something like that. And, you know, that's the thing, you know, Bobby Heaton had the impact on, you know, all of us as wrestling fans as he did. That that guy deserves it. You know, I, I don't I only I, I don't. You know, I don't like say I don't just go like every. Uh, you know, it, it's got to be something special and important. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that's you know, that's pretty much why I. You kind of knew it was serious, and it happened. If it, if I if I did it, I'm not saying I'm the be all end all, but if I, <laughs> you knew if you if I said it, you know, it's got to be. It's got to be somewhat true. Sure. I just sorry. I know. I mean, the like seriously. My first reaction was like, no fucking way, <laughs> you know. And and to uh, research and and before I posted anything to you know verify and and uh, you know just you know get a get a different source than just somebody posted on Facebook, you know. And and, and I yeah, I, I do that all the time for any celebrity death because it's like. Oh no way! And you know, but uh, yeah, that that was a that was a tough one for me, man. <laughs> uh, I, I would be hard to find any wrestling fan from that era that it wasn't a tough one for though. Yeah. majority, you know, it Absolutely. wasn't really like about us. It was about him ultimately, anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, what can you do? Not much, you know. But fuck X-Pac, right? <laughs> I'm still kind of pissed off about that now, actually. <laughs> I think about it more. It's like, God damn it, that was like six days ago. <laughs> well, yeah, and then of course that would extend. That was the other thing. I guess we might as well talk a little bit about um, with, with the tributes and Raw and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the last person that, um, was it, was Snuka or was there someone in between that from that era who passed recently? I don't recall. I think it was Snuka. And obviously that was controversial for his, the murder allegations or whatever, but, mm-hmm. you know, there are people complaining within the first five minutes of Raw that didn't have like the 10 ball salute. <laughs> I can't remember the last time they did one of those, firstly. Secondly, they did have a tribute later on in the show. I don't know if timing is as big a deal to me in a three-hour show as it is uh, placement. But even that isn't as important as acknowledgement. Kind of like, I think if I had to like spitball in here, if I had to kind of say, okay, what, 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 I'd be a little bothered if there was no mention, that would be fucked up. And then if they had a graphic versus a video and all of that, and then, of course, if it 
occurred between some type of segment that could be deemed as, as tasteless, I could see that being a bit of annoying. But I thought they handled it well when I saw it raw. I skipped through a lot of that episode to see the Poppy Brain, Poppy the Brain shit, and see what they did. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 they had a segment with some tweeting of white people and the influences mm-hmm. that we talked about, and then they had kind of the clip package and looking at his career. And then the memorial graphic at the beginning, but still managed to steal. I guess we're wrestling fans, it's the internet, but still saw a lot of complaining <laughs> for card. It's just like, fuck, really? Yeah, everybody complains. It's yeah. just a problem. Everybody, no one's ever happy. Everybody's complaining about shit. I think they they started the episode with uh, with a graphic, and I think people were just like, oh, that's all Bobby gets? Mm-hmm. That's Not, exactly what it was. And, right. and you know, they you know, they were kind of trying to pay tribute to him throughout the show. I don't, I don't, you know, I, th- I think they've done, they've done more for lesser people, but <laughs> I mean, they still did something. I, I, I don't know if we'll ever see them actually truly do outside of Vince himself. And they probably will. Mm-hmm. Do you like an entire episode dedicated to the passing of anybody again? No. I think as much as like, I wasn't don't even the, want to well, say Chris well, Benoit, but it was. It was Chris Benoit. I was going to say, wasn't the last one Chris Benoit? <laughs> it was. Mm-hmm. And that was and a three-hour one, too. Yeah. You're not going to, you're probably not going to have that type of extreme situation. Obviously, that's, you know, pretty unlikely, but nonetheless... Ghosts in my house, apparently. Cool. <laughs> Shit just fell for no reason. <laughs> Regardless, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was fine with it. I, I, but that's exactly what it was, Joe. It's like they had the graphic, and because mm-hmm. they didn't start off with like the end balls or whatever, and people were instantly like enraged. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm. I'm a huge Bobby Heenan fan, but I wasn't sitting here like, well, you know, they should cancel Raw and do a three-hour tribute to Bobby Heenan, or, you know, like... I mean, this is this is the way WWE works these days, is you'll maybe get a, uh, you know, graphic at the beginning of the show, and if they're going to do a tribute, they'll do it later on in the show. They've got three hours. And I thought, I thought the video package was well done. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's not like you can sit and sit, have him for three hours. You know, it's not like I don't even think he does even have three hours or so worth of quote unquote wrestling. You know, <laughs> worth of wrestling. Yeah, no, <laughs> doing uh, doing interviews and stuff, and you know, he doing commentary. But you, you can't. But you, you're gonna. You, you know what's gonna happen? You, you're gonna do three hours with him just talking, and and then the, the people are gonna be pissed because they got didn't see any wrestling. <laughs> So mm-hmm. it's still a lose lose situation. That's not to say that WWE can't do a three hour show with no wrestling because they've done it. They've done it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean the show must go on, right? I mean, yeah, it, it's it's not like uh, he took out two other people on his way out and uh, and. They were, uh, you know, like, well, what the fuck do we do? 
hey, let's cancel the show and do a tribute to this guy before we can't ever mention his name again. <clears throat> well, I honestly think part of the problem with the reaction from people was kind of on the E in that if you look <clears throat> over the tributes that they have done, if it was something really significant, you know, they kind of established the pattern that they would have the bells at the beginning. They would have mm -hmm. everybody come out. You know, they would show, you know, they would do all this stuff at the beginning. And a lot of people might think, okay, that's how you're supposed to do it. And while the outrage is pretty much always unnecessary on the level that it gets, I can kind of see why people would catch the beginning of the show and just decide, okay, wait, that's all they're doing? Because <laughs> we, we've been shown that uh, they have a pattern for this kind of thing. They'll gather and, all the wrestlers up on the stage and all that like they did for uh, like Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, and they do it at the beginning, and then they go on with the show after that. So if you've kind of been trained that that's how it should work, and then it doesn't work that way, and you think that he's being shortchanged, I could see it. Yeah, they overdid it. But, you know, they, the E established that pattern, and if they don't stick to it anymore, then it's, you know, a little bit on them that the reaction was what it was. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I, I could definitely see that. I mean, they, that is something they've been doing is tributes at the beginning, having all the wrestlers come out on, on the stage. But, uh, I mean, you know, different tributes for different levels of people, I guess. I mean, Bobby Heenan is a legendary figure in professional wrestling for his uh, managerial skills and his commentary and... Uh, you know, some of the bumps that he's taken in the ring. Uh, but, you know, he's not a former WWF champion. <laughs> like uh, like the people that they do gather all the people on the stage for. Plus, Bobby had been out of the spotlight for many years. Whereas Warrior was just on Raw the week before when they, when they did the tribute to him. Well, yeah, all of that's completely fair, but if you're looking at people who are just reacting from a fandom perspective and they're not really taking all of that into account, I can see why some people might have been upset. The other thing about it is half the roster wasn't even at Raw. They were overseas. That's why we, you had a lot of video packages on Raw. Was uh, John Cena wasn't there, and uh, all right, China. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were. Uh, I think were they in China or were they in Australia that night? I think they were in Australia. Oh, maybe it was Australia. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking hockey probably China. Yeah, yeah hockey, hockey was in China. <laughs> wasn't some? Uh, they did. It was definitely one of the tours. So I, I think Monday they were in Australia. So like half the roster is in Australia. So that would just look weird just having half of the roster on stage. It's actually funny. I was watching uh, Wrestling with Regret and the uh, Who Wore It Better uh, deal that uh, Brian Zane does over there. And he's talking about the Roman Reigns promo for Monday where Reigns comes out and he's like, oh, John Cena said this about, about my cousin. 
And now he's not here. And Brian Zane's like, yeah, but he's at a WWE event in Australia. <laughs> it's not like he's not, you know, at work. <laughs> America. Mm -hmm. That's why. Yeah. Did they even mention that on the show? No. Okay, there you go. So <laughs> in in the storyline canon, he was he was skipping work. <laughs> <laughs> which was Same. also which was also it also led to that like weird thing where they had all the women from the uh, the women's title match tonight at No Mercy except for Emma involved in a segment because Emma wasn't there either. <laughs> And they made no mention of it. It's just like, oh, now we've got a fatal five way and Emma's upset on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's there's all kinds of factors that go into, you know, how the WWE is going to pay tribute to somebody. So I think they actually probably got it right with the Australia thing. Yeah. That actually, if you think about it, though... They would have the same criticism of, like, where's so-and-so, if they don't explain that. Then that almost takes away from the whole moment of doing it. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, almost like they not just have to justify, like, okay, well, what... Because, I mean, if, Cena, if Cena's not there, mm -hmm. you kind of would ex expect a lot of people are going to notice Cena's not there mm -hmm. when they stand at the front. And people will complain about that. And they'll try and notice for that. And then you don't have to even bring it up because that's almost disrespectful too, isn't it? You're like, oh, well, work was more important than Bobby Keenan. So you're kind of fucked this way <laughs> it ends up being, aren't you? Yeah, I, no matter what they did, somebody was going to fucking say something because fucking internet. Yeah. That's why I had to go yeah. on earlier and just, like, I felt compelled to say shut the fuck up about who's doing what during the national anthem. <laughs> they should just cancel that song. Just get it out of sporting events altogether. It doesn't need to be there. I don't necessarily disagree. <laughs> I was, I've seen a lot of people talking about it over the last year or so. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe one of you guys knows. This is, is, this is a, either a product of two things as far as I understand it, though. One is it has some sort of link to do with international sports like the Olympics and things like that. Although you play it when you win, nonetheless. <laughs> um, not the beginning of the fucking game. The other side of it is, I my theory is, I'm just from my understanding of history is this is just nationalism. They probably started pumping it in and just get people go rah rah rah, whatever country I live in, rah rah rah, World War One type of shit. Sure, I I really I don't know where the tradition started. I don't I don't know. I don't really particularly care. When I go yeah. to a sporting event and they play the national anthem, I will stand up and I'll remove my hat and I don't give a oh, shit yeah. if anybody else does. <laughs> I love it. You know, I, I, you know, the thing is, whenever I go, and nothing I, I, makes me happier is here is hearing hearing it. But I, I, I just, I don't care. Like what I hate is part of what I hate is when people that that they'll sit there and do it while they're sitting during a national anthem and complaining about they're, they're sitting on their couches and they're complaining about it. <laughs> you know, they're complaining about like, someone taking a knee while you're sitting on your fat, your fat, lazy ass, and you're not standing <laughs> up for it. You, you say you love it so much and. You know the worst. You know what? Really, the really worst thing about it is the word. The thing I hate the most about it is the go-to is like. But then again, that's ninety percent of what the um, 
the Republican right does is they throw the, the, the troops into it. It's like they died so you could have you – know, it's like, yeah, really? You're going to make it about dead people because, you know, that's – you know, that's even more disrespectful than fucking, I don't know. I ask don't know a, going with that. But it ask just, a veteran what they think. <laughs> we've seen quite a lot of that today. Well, yeah. And the thing that a lot of people don't know is that you know, the NFL was getting paid serious money by the military. Or No, excuse me, that's backwards. The NFL was paying the military for these incredible displays of patriotism, and that is a very recent thing. But you know, there's all this money involved that most of us don't even know about, mm -hmm. and quite a lot of these overt displays of patriotism. And I'm a high school teacher. We have a law in our state requiring the Pledge of Allegiance and the pledge to the Texas flag in class every single day. Hmm. And imagine what comes up with all this. Mm -hmm. And so what, what people need for context is that none of that is really a longstanding tradition either. Most of this came about starting in the 50s because, oh, the evil communists are bad and we have to completely <laughs> be the opposite of everything that they are. They're atheists. Mm -hmm. We have to be super mega Christian. I mean, we even changed the Pledge of Allegiance and added mm -hmm. under God to mm -hmm. it when we never had that before. And some states are a lot more vocal about how required it is than others. But the stuff you see at professional sporting events is pretty much the same kind of thing. Either somebody's paying for it with indoctrination in mind, or it's a comparatively recent development that we've all forgotten about and kind of mythologized it into being a long tradition when it was early something that was politically expedient you know, several wars ago. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's that that was the point I was going at. It's like it, it's pretty disrespectful to 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 glorify dead people to to force your opinion. That's what I was trying to. But I I brain farted and forgot that you know because that's the thing they want people to for you, you know you you want to take the you want these people want to bitch, you know we're supposed to be free and all that and we got freedom and all that. But you want to we want you we you you have to be forced. We want to force you to do this. You know, it's you really that that's one of the dis, one of the most disrespectful things. Then you got to go to oh well, they died, so you need to do it out of respect. No, they died so that we could have the right to be able to make our own fucking decisions, not be ordered around by people. Mm -hmm. Well, and people from pretty much any other country on the planet look at us and go, "You lot are weirdly obsessed with your national anthem. What's up with that?" You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll play it if we win at the Olympics. But otherwise, you don't care, and it's certainly not this almost religious thing. What is wrong with you in America is pretty much the opinion <laughs> everybody else has, and they are not wrong. They're not wrong at all. It's actually baseball's fault. <laughs> I, I, I've been looking it up for the last five minutes. I think like Washington Post, ESPN, there's a bunch of articles written about it. It goes back to 1918. Most of them are saying that's the start during uh, 
point of time where they're trying to get people to go fight and die for World War One. So it does it was mm-hmm. World War One, but it was a nationalism thing, and it's just to make guilt trip people into wondering why they're at baseball games, not off in battlefields dying. <laughs> Seriously, man, like that's mm-hmm. exactly what I suspected it would be, because nationalism and all that stuff is pretty rampant with national anthems and flags. And then it did definitely become a big deal in the 50s, as Drow pointed out. It certainly did. Cold War. There's a lot of talk about that. But we're just going to have to blame baseball, yo. <laughs> I blame uh, the, I blame the only the baseball Yankees. fan on this. Well, actually, I, don't I, blame know sure. I blame the Yankees. But the Red Yankees, Sox Yankees. were the ones who made it a standard, though. The, 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 Yankees, the Yankees, It was the Cubs and the Sox were the first two teams. And then it was actually the Red Sox that like went all in. <laughs> I still yeah. all right, Yankees. <laughs> nope, you blame their fucking rivals. <laughs> Fuck the Red Sox. <laughs> oh, oh, uh oh. That's right. The Yankees made the postseason. Joe's a Yankee fan now. <laughs> only one, ba- that's the only time worth watching baseball is the postseason. You want to sit there for that fucking long watching guys stand around for fucking three, four yeah, fucking I hours? I know. Well, they started it during the beginning of each game. It was the Red Sox. Right. Uh, other game of that first run was like the seventh inning stretch. So you're supposed to stand up anyway? Yeah, basically. Well, that's kind of like, you know, the interesting little connection there is like, well, that's the point. <laughs> I'll so just, that means uh... the seventh inning stretch is older than the fucking anthem being played, right? <laughs> it's just... Uh... You know, I got in. I got into this discussion earlier. I had said, uh, you know, that I, you know, I don't want to hear about it. And then somebody had posted something, and I was like, "What are you guys talking about?" And he's like, "You literally just said you don't want to. You don't want to hear about it." I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then my my line was um, like, uh, "Oh, but the president said you mean the guy that confused a national tragedy with a convenience store chain." <laughs> like, I'm supposed to take this guy seriously. <laughs> Wait, which one of those was that? That wasn't the Sweden thing, was it? No, he uh, he was doing a speech here in Buffalo, and he was talking about 9/11, and he goes, um, 7/11. He goes, I was down there at the 7/11. <laughs> I didn't even hear about that, but I know as soon as he said 9/11, I'm like, yep, I know what he did. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's like I'm supposed like this guy just this guy confused 9/11 with 7/11 and I'm supposed to give a shit what he thinks of you know people using the national anthem at a sporting event in a protest. Yeah, it's <laughs> all reheated again with the Kaepernick thing from last summer. I guess is most of uh, my sports friends in the states are talking a lot about it over the weekend, but. I guess there's going to be some big protests today in one of the... Is it the Steelers that are all, like, boycotting? Yeah, I I heard the Steelers are going to stay in the locker room. Yeah, I heard... Well, okay, the the report on that, only one of them came out. There was one Steeler that came out. Because the game... They're they're playing right now, that's why. And I I saw... Only one of the players came out. Yeah, I got the Bills game on, but I I tuned in late. Steelers offensive offensive tackle and the former Army... Ranger Alejandro Villanova stood outside the tunnel alone during the national anthem while his teammates remained in the locker room. Okay. 
A lot of uh, NFL owners are chiming in too and basically saying we support our players' rights to peaceful protest. Yeah, after giving millions of dollars to the current administration in campaign season. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how that works out. They're showing yeah, right now. I got the I got the well, Bills game Trump, on in there. Trump's already Trump's already demanded that they either that the owners either suspend or or um, fine them. <laughs> yeah, which you know, I I don't know. Some people are kind of missing out on just how significant of a fuck up this is. I mean, there I can't remember the number of it, but there is a specific code of law that says that the executive branch of government cannot tell private businesses to punish employees for anything. Mm-hmm. And you know, for all the people that kept thinking, oh, maybe this is going to result in something, maybe this is going to result in something, this actually has you know, very, very specific you know, legal backup, which not to say that a lot of other things haven't, but this is so dangerous precedent-wise that you're seeing a lot bigger reaction to that concept than to a lot of the other things that came before it, and we're basically sitting on a constitutional crisis that's about to explode. Is that and, one? Is that an impeachable offense? Oh, hell yes. There's a lot of things that are impeachable offenses, but what it boils down to is one party can't pull it off. They don't have the numbers. Especially right. when, I mean, even in the best of times, they wouldn't have the numbers, but with the supermajority that the Republicans have now, the only way that anything was going to happen would be if some people decided, okay, you know what, if I keep supporting this, my career is trash, but all the people who actually had good records of governance had bailed on the party when the uh, election worked out the way it did, so you basically had you know, the bottom of the barrel was literally all that was left. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what we're going to see here, but you know the fact that you have a sitting president ordering private businesses to punish employees for doing something that is not illegal, this is pretty tremendous. And yeah, I, I don't want to sound like I'm sitting here with popcorn going, I want to see how this plays out. But, <laughs> I, I, I feel this like... This be the big thing. I'll eat popcorn for you. I live in a different country. (laughs) I feel like his intentions had the exact opposite effect. I'm actually, I got the the Buffalo-Denver game on right now, and they were just showing uh, during halftime all of the players who were kneeling during the anthem anthem today uh, for Mm -hmm. all the different teams. They even showed the one guy, the one guy for the Steelers. They showed they showed pay, team teammate team team, team, team team members of the New England Patriots who actually visited the president mm-hmm. earlier this year. You know, we're, we're doing it. Not not Deuce Brady though, because you know, and it's, he, it's spread into like all almost all the other major sports. Basketball. LeBron was making statements. There was something yeah, about we, Steph Curry, he's the right? Leader of basketball when it comes to like 
name and face. So that's pretty big. There was something, uh, there was like a Twitter thing with uh, Donald Trump and Steph Curry, wasn't there? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Steph Curry was. refuses to go to the White House. He, he, well, yeah. he won't go to the White House because of, because of Trump. And he is not. Let, let, let's anyway. let's let's point out that he is not the first athlete to refuse to go to the White House when he was That's invited. Of Tim Thomas yeah. of the Boston Bruins did that just uh, just like half a decade ago or so, or whenever the fuck the Bruins won the but that, no, but Stanley Cup. Two thousand eleven. But yeah. that's different. That, that's different. That's when Fox News hated that president. This is well, that's, that. that's part of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't blown up because you're right, Obama. No, she's yeah. right about that. And, of course, Tim Thomas was known for being crazy, too. Mm-hmm. He had a reputation for... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, he, he, is, he is, like, the reputation of the tinfoil hat wearer, and I'm not right, even... This is, this is 16 so. minutes ago. Please to inform... Please to, not pleased, please to inform that the champion Pittsburgh Penguins of the NHL will be joining me at the White House for ceremony. Great team. Well, yeah, the Pittsburgh Penguins also had a public statement that said that they basically are not forcing anyone to go. <laughs> but listen to this. Listen to this. Donald Trump is blaming... We, we've, we've talked about uh, ratings in the NFL. Donald Trump is blaming the bad ratings in the NFL on players kneeling during the national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> we can't see them on the camera. They're ducking. <laughs> this is uh this is over the last eight hours. If NFL fans refuse to go to games until players stop disrespecting our flag and country, you will see change take place fast. Fire People or suspend. Games before this. Yeah, fire or suspend. NFL attendance and ratings are way down. Boring games, yes, but many stay away because they love our country. League should go. Ba- League should back U.S. Great solidarity uh, for our national anthem and our country. Standing with locked arms is good. Kneeling, not acceptable. Bad ratings. There's, there's probably shit. some that are not going because of the patriotism thing. I believe that has to be true. <laughs> yeah, but, but the boring part is part of it. Boring part's part of it. And that doesn't mean football's bad. I think there are a number of people that have been turned off by all the breaks. I think that's a fair criticism. That, again, it doesn't mean the sport's bad. Enough. I just want to make sure I'm not hating on you, JT, okay? Yeah, it's just just well, cause you and I hockey, and I, that's just because we fuck like to fucking screw with each other. That's can, different. Can, but can, I think I think I think the other side is is the other one that was a kind of a big deal this week was uh, the CTE thing, the murder guy. Uh, what's his fuck? The the dude who killed all the people with the CTE, who got the brain back, he had the Benoit brain. Right? What's that guy's name? You know the guy I'm talking about. He went to jail. He murdered people. I don't watch no, football. No, no I, I. Oh, oh, oh! The guy that used to play for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Murder guy. Murder guy yeah. Yeah, back, yeah. Back Hernandez. Name. Hernandez. Yeah. He had the same thing, more or less, Benoit had, and that was a big story this week. I saw a little bit about that in the football group that I admin, and I don't watch football. I know. Shut up. But regardless, I don't know why I might have been there either. <laughs> It's it's I think that but that's been a big issue for like over ten years and I think there's a lot of people that have been turning away from it for that too. I, I I think it's uh I don't think football's going anywhere and I think the sports can remain really popular mm-hmm. but I think you have a natural shift in the audience because of at least three factors realistically. I think nailing's a big one but I don't think it's a that big one. No, it's certainly it's not the. Like, it, it, saying, ah. 
you it's, know, I think it, well, like I think it's, it's like a few things. It's like you know, there's you've got that you've got. Looks like some, one of you guys said um, long, the, the, all the breaks that they take, the longer games. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of the things. I don't like committing to four hours for a game if I know it. You know, another thing. I you know I I know I hate on them on the Patriots a lot, but a lot of it too. Look over the last fifteen years, the, who's been the top team in the NFL? It's been the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's getting tired of the same first team on top. It doesn't mm-hmm. until until they that gets over with. You know that 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 that's gonna that's hurt. Because come right. on, you've seen Tom Brady in seven Super Bowls since two thousand and two. You just nailed like two great points. One, the like, and we've seen that in baseball with ratings decline. Mm-hmm. And they've been trying to speed up the game this season. They changed some rules to do that. Hockey's been trying to do that. Hey, what's another thing that's too long that people have been stopping watching? Raw. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the, the, you know, the other, the other thing we were talking about there is, like, the same teams on top. That's the NBA's problem, too. And their ratings have been going down over the last while, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at this tweet. Uh, somebody, had, somebody had tweeted that... Uh, Trump referred to any NFL player who protests racism and police violence as a son of a bitch who should be fired. And Colin Kaepernick's mom tweeted, Guess that makes me a proud bitch. Right. <laughs> she, she's awesome. Did you read the interview with her? No. If you didn't, you need to. That I, I want her to run for president because she's just awesome. <laughs> I mean, somebody's pissed off mom is always just a great thing, but... Oh, that woman owns it. Read her whole interview. It's pretty great. Can can we just talk about the fact that the leader of this country is spending a shit ton of time on Twitter talking about the NFL's ratings? <laughs> like, come on. Don't you have better things to do? Like well, well, a- acknowledging the fact that Puerto Rico is completely devastated and without power for the next four months, and we have not even acknowledged that they were pretty much wiped out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, well, 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 to answer your question, I, I'm, a, I'm a successful entrepreneur, and I, I, ha- I had a successful TV show, so I know ratings. I can talk about, ra- I can talk about race. Can't talk about destruction in, in Puerto Rico. I don't. Uh, it's not America. I can't. I, I don't. I know what what Puerto Rico is. <laughs> Sorry. <I> just, <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, this is America. You have freedom of expression, and that is a way to express yourself. That's that that's that's it. <laughs> what 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 more do you need? People died for that flag, yes, but people who are still alive, who were fighting in those same wars that those people died in, are saying, "This is what I fought for." So what the fuck is the problem? <laughs> What's up, Snapchat? The fuck was that? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm, well, I, since I'm on my since I'm on my um, I, since I'm on my iPad, I'm, I was also on my phone looking at Snapchat. Sorry. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and like I said, it's had the opposite effect because you've had now you have so many more players who are like, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> Uh, He's finally pissed off the wrong group of people because for all the bitching and moaning that has come from 
certain quarters, and I'll totally admit to being one of them, for how much social power professional athletes have in this country. Mm-hmm. They've all become, well, most of them have become unified behind the idea that they're basically being looked at as property mm-hmm. and that, oh, you should exercise your First Amendment rights off the field or off the job, and they're mm-hmm. going, ah, fuck that, no. So yeah, they're using their powers for good, and it's mm-hmm. fighting. I mean, the fact that we, we've just spent maybe 20 minutes on this subject alone is just ridiculous. <laughs> you, you guys just confirmed to hate America. You guys, you guys, you guys condemn not standing for the flag. <laughs> yeah, that's true, though, I do. So. <laughs> I ain't going to dispute that, yo. This this is one of the things I've seen, and so this is a, this is a tweet from uh, at Ed Crassen on Twitter. So an NFL player kneeling in protest of racism dishonors the flag, but Nazis yelling "blood and soil" is free speech. <laughs> I, I saw I saw that tweet too. I saw that tweet. I, I've seen uh, people expressing similar sentiments, and it's it's basically true, isn't it? I mean. You know, he didn't exactly condemn these, uh, you know, let's call them what they are, Nazis. <laughs> when all that was happening, you know, a month or so ago. But God forbid a football player kneel during the national anthem. Whatever. <laughs> I almost, I almost posted on Facebook about it this morning because you know when I'm at the gym, you know, because all, all, all has, it has all the news, the news, the, the 24-hour news networks on. I almost posted on it this morning, but I was like, you know what? I got too many fucking trumpets on my fa- in my um, <laughs> in my, in my friend, in my friends, in my friend list, and I, I just don't want to get beat up for it. It's like. <laughs> It's not worth it's not worth arguing with them because they're just it's like I was gonna it's it's like it's like the meme almost writes itself it's like the um the 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 conservative talking point flow charge can I yeah. can can I can I can I mention nine eleven no um <laughs> is are they taking away my guns no then bring in the troops <laughs> you know <laughs> I <laughs> I got home last night. Uh, and, uh, I got a, uh, I, I got a Facebook message like, Hey, if anybody from one of these two bands wants to book with you, don't book them. And it was, it was from my boss at the station. So it's not like I can be like, no, you know what? I, I, I like these guys. I'm going to book them. It was like, okay, cool. Why? Because this guy's been on Facebook all day, like just spewing, you know, you know, shit about, uh, you know, basically Trump support bullshit, <laughs> you know, like just overdoing it. He's like, I just don't want to work with assholes. <laughs> like, Fair enough. I, I don't give a shit, but you know, whatever. And then I start seeing the guy's post because I'm friends with the guy on Facebook. And I'm like, this is what pe- this is what's got people riled up these days. <laughs> what the fuck? Here's, 
Here's one. Here's one I found. Um, this is from Dustin Harms. He's 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 one of them from the from uh, message boards. Um, mm-hmm. I think Nasty Ned Chambers was his name. Um, this is what he posted on Facebook. Um, so how about instead of complaining that people are kneeling during the national anthem, we address the issue they are trying to bring to the forefront. Also, unpopular opinion com- coming. Kneeling is not disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Every picture I've seen of players kneeling, they have had their helmets off and hand in their hearts. I wonder how many people would be upset if they said they were kneeling in prayer for our country to end the racial prejudice they are protesting. Uh, to a point that Jaina made earlier, at uh, 49ers spin on Twitter, 18 U.S. Code uh, Section 227, wrongfully influencing a private entity's employment decisions by an officer or employee of the executive branch. Yeah. And that was in res- that was in direct response to a tweet uh, if NFL from Donald Trump. If NFL fans refuse to go to games until players stop disrespecting our flag and country, you'll see change take place fast. Fire or suspend. It's not one that they actually would follow through with, though, because this isn't the first thing where he's violated the law. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> there was something to do with like his daughter's fashion line, like back in January, February. It was the same thing. It was like kind of crossed into that territory, but it wasn't oh, well, something they were ever going to actually follow through on. Well, the thing about, the thing that's different here is that so much of the corruption that people have complained about is in direct violation of the emoluments clause, but that doesn't affect most of the rest of us. Yeah. The idea that now you would have the precedent established that you know, the president of the United States can basically say, hey, fire and suspend, and mm-hmm. people will do it, that definitely affects all of us. And that's why mm-hmm. it's a bigger deal as far as getting something done about it, because most of us are never going to be gazillionaires with you know the businesses that our kids run and all. You know, that's never going to affect us. But the idea yeah. that we could get you know, fired, suspended, or in any way punished because somebody else in politics tells our boss to do it, that's totally realistic that that could happen, and that has a lot of people absolutely furious. I get that. But, I mean, if it's not a law that the, the president actually has the ability to do that, all that is is just the influence he has with the, the boss, whether he makes it public or not. Because there's nothing stopping from doing it quietly, and then we never know about it, and you just get fired too, right? Well, yeah, but this is some, in this particular situation, this is somebody who could not do something quietly or privately if you sure. held a gun to his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, absolutely, I, and I, 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 I know where you're going. With that. If if it was a law or whatever, or he had the power, it was a presidential power, then it'd be, or if it I was able to become one because of the action itself. Um, and yeah, he's a loudmouth. I, I, I mean, I get, I get all of that, and the idea of, of interfering with private enterprise totally makes sense to me. And I'm not, I wouldn't even dispute that. I just, how far does it go? Is, I guess the question. Like, it's a big deal right now, today, this week, and so forth. Yeah, I it will I, be a big deal in a week or two. I'd seen uh, a couple of probably uh... will be with the NFL, but like Trump telling people to like do shit, or I don't know. I'd seen a couple oh, of uh, couple of statements from owners uh, in the NFL, uh, Terry and Kim Pagula, who own uh, the Bills and the Sabers. 
Uh, several of us met, uh, met tonight, players, coaches, staff, and ownership. Our goal was to provide open dialogue and communication. We listen to one another. We believe it's the best way to work through any issue we are facing on and off the field. President Trump's remarks were divisive and disrespectful to the entire NFL community, but we tried to use them as an opportunity to further unify our team and our organization. Our players have the freedom to express themselves in a respectful and thoughtful manner, and we all agreed that our sole message is to provide and promote an environment that is focused on love and equality. Uh, and then 49ers CEO Jed York, uh, the callous and offensive comments made by the president are contradictory to what this great country stands for. Our players have exercised their rights as United States citizens in order to spark conversation and action to address social injustice. We will continue to support them in, our, in their peaceful pursuit of positive change in our country and around the world. The San Francisco 49ers will continue to work towards bringing communities and those who serve them closer together. The little asterisk beside it, although we're not going to win any games. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> they lost to the Rams. I've given up hope of them winning. Any I know. Game. <laughs> I they're playing the well, Rams. Well, the, if they lose others. to the Rams, you're out of the league. I don't know, man. The Rams look good. I'll tell you that. <laughs> There's a couple owners that are clearly saying, fuck off, Trump. You know, go eat a bag of dicks, buddy, is what they're saying. Well, Roger Goodell Internet tweeted player. something because Trump responded to it, of course, uh, because he's got nothing better to do but to tweet, I guess. I... I mean, didn't, uh, like, like when Obama became president, didn't they, like, take his BlackBerry? Yeah, they gave him a simple phone. Like, like, why, why is Donald Trump allowed to constantly tweet? He has no friends <laughs> to tell him to, to put it down. It away? There you go. <laughs> they tried. Probably got it, like, grafted to his skin. Yeah, he's probably got like four of them because he's probably got them like stashed everywhere. So when they take it, he just grabs another one. Yeah, like, yeah, because they did try to take it away from him, and it, it's like, like a lot of teenage girls that I've had who are like, "Oh, you can take up that phone. I got four more. Nobody's gonna find them." I'm like, okay. "Well, well, come on, look at me right now. How we all can we all have the audacity right now? Look, I've got my phone and I've got my iPad right here in front of me." Take my iPad away, I can go on my phone. I can still do everything on my phone. I can do it on my iPad. Mm -hmm. Take that away, go on my computer. I can still do all that stuff from there, too. You know, you can take, 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 take that all, take it away all you want. There's, there's going to be other ways to do it. I, you know, you, you take all this away. I've got other phones in here I can get on the, on the internet with. You know, I got old ones I can turn on and get on, get online with and, you know, spot my spew. Yeah, 21 hours ago, Donald Trump, Roger Goodell of NFL just put out a statement trying to justify the total disrespect certain players show to our country. Tell them to stand. And then his follow-up tweet is uh, is about Rocket Man. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Somebody said to me uh, just a few days ago, actually, they were. I, I hadn't heard the uh, Rocket Man speech, and he was uh, telling me all about it. And I, uh, he says, uh, you know, Trumpisms are becoming better than Bushisms. <laughs> uh, if we live through all this, somebody needs to publish a book. Absolutely. Were we supposed to die yesterday, anyway. Yeah, I right. It was supposed to be the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, I have the disappoint. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to that, man. Like, no, I heard yesterday was supposed to be a rapture. It wasn't supposed to be end of the world. It was supposed to be a rapture. Ah, same deal. I'm a sinner. 
I, I saw a shirt once years ago that I really wish I had had for the day. It was, come the rapture. Can I have your car? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <sighs> Three o'clock. You guys want to do break song? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Why not? All right. All right. This week it's by from me. And what's funny because... We're talking about all the chaos in this week's song. <laughs> I, I only did this because it's brand new music, and but it's funny that it has chaos in the title. Um, <laughs> it's from a, uh, the band Except, who you most probably all know from their, their hit from like 1980, um, Balls to the Wall. But, you know, they put out a new record this year. Not their first. They, they, this is like their fourth one with the singer they have now. Um it's off the album of the same name. It's called The Rise of Chaos. And there's the title track. It's The Rise of Chaos. Here it is, board wrestling fan.
Except on yeah. board wrestling fan. Uh, this week's episode brought to you by uh, the uh, Pro Wrestling Top 5, youtube.com slash the Pro Wrestling Top 5. Latest episode is Top 5 SummerSlam Moments. Uh, and that particular podcast is hosted by PW Torch columnist Sean Valentino, former ProWrestling.net senior editor Rich Twilling, and former WWE diva Shelly Martinez. All right. So there's a pay-per-view tonight, apparently. <laughs> That's a thing. That's a thing, and that's a, that's that's uh, it's funny because the go home show for the pay per view was the episode of Raw where half the people weren't even there. So that's a great way to build a build a show, <laughs> I guess. Run down the card real quick. We don't need to do predictions or anything because who fucking cares anymore? <laughs> uh, you have Finn Balor with no makeup <laughs> against Bray Wyatt. Uh, Roman Reigns versus John Cena. The cruiserweight title on the line, Enzo Amore challenges Neville. Uh, that one is going to be Enzo, though. Just to ruin people. Ruin people's love for Kofi Klopp. Sure. <laughs> uh, somebody posted on Twitter, and I thought it was just perfect. Somebody said, you need to have Enzo and Neville in a best-of-seven series. Neville completely destroys Enzo for four matches in a row. And Kurt Angle comes out and says, yeah, you guys need to do all seven anyway. There you go. <laughs> punish the crowd. I, 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 I say this with all sincerity and sarcasm. I, I think Enzo is going to be punished by being the, the cruiserweight champion. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I'm, that. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm serious. I think the way they perceive that product and the ratings of it, I think that's actually what they're doing. They're punishing him by giving him the title, so we can't leave the show for a while. <laughs> uh, Raw Women's Championship. I, wait, 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 wait. I, I, know, I know someone wanted to say something about that. Better, better speak. No, no, I'm that was it. I, I really think that. <laughs> <laughs> All I said was, oh, boy. That was okay, it. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get in. Okay. Raw tag team title match: Sheamus and Cesaro uh, versus Ambrose and Rollins. Uh, Raw Women's Championship Fatal Five Way match: Bailey versus Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax versus Emma versus Alexa Bliss. The Intercontinental Championship: Jason Jordan takes on the Miz. And for the actually, that that that's one that I think is. Probably the more interesting of all of the things what they've been doing with that. Do you, do you think they're actually going to finally push Jason Jordan's storyline with Angle or no? Because if they don't, they'll rematch like five times. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, they they were yeah. building on that on Raw where where the Miz was really shitting on Angle and uh, Jason yeah. Jordan came out and like you want to talk about him and you're talking about me and <laughs> you know what the fuck ever. Uh, that was that was part of the part or one of the parts where I did watch. And yeah. It's kind of like, oh, are they actually going to pull the trigger on this or are we going to have to sit through this all the way through the end of the year? You know? Yeah, I, I, it's WWE. We're going to get the 50 50 book on this regardless. I mean, because the DQ thing, there's kind of an interesting underlying storyline. I think they were hinting at it. Maybe they did it directly and I missed it. But you have like, uh, 
the whole nepotism thing on both sides because you have uh, the mistourage for both sons of you know second generation wrestlers, mm-hmm. and then like this is the bastard son who like gets you know it's kind of interesting dynamic. Have they really? Does anybody know if they really played off of that? Is that the story I, they're going to go? I didn't notice. I don't think they did. I don't think they've mentioned it, but I hadn't even thought of it until you just brought it up, and mm-hmm. that's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. Could do yeah. something with it, will they? I doubt it, but it it sounds good. It, it sounds like a logical, like an actual logical booking storyline that makes so much sense, and it's so easy to do it. But it's WWE. Funny. Yeah, but it's, it's so... <laughs> Like, cause I mean, then you could, if, if they really, if they really wanted to do that, have them interfere, and then they can explain why they're doing it, and it, it's super easy to do. And mm-hmm. like, the Mrs. Obvious thing is, is like he can defend them and also say, I, I came from nowhere, you know, and and I made my way without any bloodline, so it's super easy to do. So I don't know, cause I, I, I just thought, I thought I might have missed something. But whatever. But we're, we should yeah. all agree that it's the obvious thing to do, and they won't do it because because <laughs> WWE. <laughs> uh, and pre-show match. I'm looking at the thing here. I have yeah, Cruz and and uh, L. A. N. Gonzalez or whatever. <laughs> Go back to Cuba match or something. Sure. That's <laughs> when Paula Cruz showed up on Raw. I remember this now. He actually exists. Yeah, I remember him showing up on Raw, but I... Oh, because he fought Kurt Hawkins, that's right. Yeah. Because they 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 had a short staff, so they're like, Hey, you in the orange, get over here. <laughs> go out to the go out to the ring, cut a promo. They thought he was like one of the job guys for Braun Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that's right. That's the main event. I forgot that was this... Okay. And then he came out and he was, ah, this is my 114 match losing streak's gonna end, and then he lost. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot this is the Brock Lesnar thing. Yes, this is uh, Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Universal Championship. You wouldn't know it because neither one of the guys were actually at Raw. <laughs> I don't know. Braun was at Raw, wasn't he? Is that was that the one where he uh, beat up Enzo, or was that the week before? Um, I think he did it once last week, okay. two Mondays ago. Okay. He he might have been. I I'm not a big enough fan of him because I don't like big guys. But I don't know. Let's just say he did. Why not? <laughs> he, he beat up have. Enzo at some point. Just got him over even more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anything uh, fun going on in New Japan? Oh, yeah. The um, the last Destruction show, the one in Kobe, was by far the best of the tour. I'm not sure that this three-show format is really the best idea, but they've decided it's what they want to work with, and yeah. The other two were what they were, but this last one was really, really good, and there were there were several matches that, if you have a way to see Destruction in Kobe, you really, really should check it out. There was some pretty fun stuff on it. Uh, 
apparently, and I'm just taking credit for it because I can, but you know how last week I complained that they had had no Young Lions matches on the show at all? Mm-hmm. Well, not only did they open with a Young Lions match, it featured my wrestling son, and I'm like, oh yeah, told ya. So apparently the New Japan office listened to me. So, good to know. <laughs> anyway, um, the the opening Young Lions match was super, super fun because if you've watched for a while, you got to see some character development going on. Um, Kare Kawato is the young lion that I have adopted as my wrestling son. And he's one of the smallest ones, but the reason the audience has just completely taken to him is that several months ago, he just developed this on-fire personality where he was just running to the ring and charging everybody and picking fights with legends and just, hey, what are they putting in his tea at the dojo? I don't know. But, you know, it's really worked for him and people have really, really responded to it. He's starting to show more confidence. It was him and um, Kenzan, because Satoshi Kojima is still in Mexico. So you had the two of them against um, the... Uh, the the big young lions team. What are they calling um, Rage something? I've forgotten what they're calling their tag team. Um, like Monster Rage. That's what it was. So you've basically got this any little kid fighting Brock Lesnar, but just, he he goes after both of them at the same time, and he's grinning while he does it. Like, oh. I got this. The confidence is a new thing, and I, I'm really liking that. He has this gorgeous drop kick. Someday he's going to be better than Okada on the drop kick. So the opening match is super, super fun. Um, then moving on, they had the heavyweight tag team title match. They had the same match all three shows, and I criticized that last week. I actually got something right, and this is not about me calling stuff. This is okay. This is the story that could play out. I hope they do that. War Machine was defending against Gorillas of Destiny and Killer Elite Squad from Suzuki Goon. War Machine retained the first two times. Killer Elite Squad beat them and took the titles this morning. So now, Suzuki Goon has the Never title and the Heavyweight Tag title. I would not be if through nefarious means and all manner of skullduggery that um, Suzuki-Goon takes the junior tag titles too. There's going to be a tournament for the junior tag team titles and Taichi and Kanemaru or Taichi and Takamichinoku, one of those two combinations is going to be in it. And I would not be shocked to see them win that. I I'm convinced that Suzuki Goon is finally going to start acquiring all of the belts, except for the top one. Um, so, yeah, that match was really good. If you like a big hoss fight kind of match with the, the War Machine and the KES side of things, Gorillas of Destiny was better 
than they were on the other shows. They were still the weak link in the chain, but the match wasn't bad. Uh, the two matches, actually, let me back that up. Um, the last three are all really, really good. Um, well, even Beretta's debut as a heavyweight against Yujiro Takahashi. The first half of the match was, okay, you know, it's a decent match, but nothing to write home about. They kicked it up the second half of the match, and it just it became must see a little bit more than halfway through. So even that was really good, better than it was credited for when it was just on paper. The last three matches, you had a six-man tag with uh, Ishii, Yano, and um, ah, I'm blanking. Well, there's too many people in chaos. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> they do. They have too many. Um, it, it was a chaos versus LIJ six-man tag, and you had Ishii and Naito going after each other because they'll be fighting at King of Pro Wrestling for the briefcase that's the Wrestle Kingdom title shot. And then Yano and Sonata keep pairing off for some reason. I have a theory about that, but right now that doesn't matter. And then Bushi was the third guy for LIJ. Uh, oh, Rocky Romero. He was the third guy because he has nothing to do now. Rocky Romero and Bushi legit hate each other, so when they fight, it's Interesting. So that matches your basic six-man tag. It's really good because Chaos and LIJ have really good multi-man matches. There's a moment right at the end, and I'm not going to tell you what that moment is because you need to see it, but there is a moment where I jumped up out of my chair and I was shouting at the TV because Ishii murdered Naito. Like, just oh my god, he's dead. There's no way he's not dead. And you know, that's going to be important later. So uh, the, the ending of that match is a really big deal. The second to last match was formal tag where you had Okada oh, you had Okada and Will Ospreay against Evil and Hiromu. So you've got Hiromu and Will with the whole you're a cat going on, which uh, I know I mentioned the t-shirts Will Ospreay is selling last week, but apparently when Will Ospreay was in the UK doing some shows before this one, you know how they throw streamers usually? People are throwing balls of yarn at Will Ospreay now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Will Ospreay's girlfriend is posting all this cat stuff on Twitter. I mean, this is awesome. This is just the best thing ever. So you had Okada and Evil going after each other because they're going to main event King of Pro Wrestling. Evil gets a shot at Okada for the heavyweight title. You know we're getting Hiromu and Osprey at some point, although based on the way the last show went down, I don't know if it's going to be a triple threat with the two of them and Kushida or what, but We'll we'll see how that plays out. The main event was Kenny Omega defending the U.S. title against Juice Robinson. And this match was so good. I mean, Kenny Omega is 
back in full main event form if you ever thought he left. But it struck me when I was watching this match, you know, here are two guys that the E didn't think were good enough, and look at what they can do. Because this match was just great, and I like both guys, but I'm not a super huge fan of either guy either. So, yeah, they they were just fantastic. And if you get have an opportunity to watch Destruction and Kobe, you should watch the whole show. There's really not anything bad on it. So they've kind of redeemed themselves from the first part of the tour, which was not all that good. So now. We're gearing up for King of Pro Wrestling in October. The the big matches we've already been over, Okada and Evil for the title, Naito and Ishii for the briefcase. Uh, I don't know what we're going to see in terms of junior tag or heavyweight tag. The Kushida, Will Ospreay, Hiromu thing is going to continue on. So they're working on stuff. They're building, and uh, it, it definitely got things back where they needed to be. All right. And you know where we need to be is in JT land. Yeah, just a second. I got to re- re- reply to your, your post on, to, to Brian's post on Facebook. <laughs> we did a, we were talking on, 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 uh, on the Think So Joe show last week. Uh, Brian was talking about vegans and how, uh, you know, he's never met a vegan who hasn't immediately told him that they were vegan. Uh, so he posted on Facebook just a few minutes ago that uh, the only thing he knows about this girl from work is that she's vegan. <laughs> and I, asked, well, and I, 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 I sarcastically told him to ask, well, how'd you know she's vegan? <laughs> That's the funny thing is, it's like, not only that, it's like you got the ones like, some of them, some, you know, you know, you know, Hey, it's your choice. You want to do it? That's awesome. I respect it. And I've got a lot of friends that are vegan. I respect that about them. One of the best places to eat here in Syracuse is a vegan restaurant. I will highly recommend it if you ever come here. Um, I, you know, but one of them, but one of my vegan friends posted online: if we stop, if we all stop eating meat, the the global warming will go away. It was one of those. It's like, dude, seriously. We're, <laughs> Well, I, I happen to know a girl that literally just started working with Brian, and I had to go on her Facebook, and I, I was sitting there uh, looking through her Facebook trying to see if she had any posts about being vegan. I'm like, is it this girl? <laughs> I didn't see any vegan posts, so I don't know, but it could have been. And my comment to Brian was, uh, hugs. <laughs> because that was another thing we were talking about in the same segment on the show. <laughs> was people when it, when you know somebody's upset and they post on their on their you know they comment hugs hugs <laughs> all right so we'll skip the since we spent a lot of time uh talking about agent orange we won't talk about the um what 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 um this week's brought by but we will we will always remember that no matter how bad this country country gets you can always re- you can always count on white people renovating houses Come on, Randy Marsh is fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, 20 bucks, little man, so I can pretend that I have fans. Cool or not cool? I am not sure, but I've, that for sure is gimmick infringement, if you ask. 
if you ask me at real one hashtag meat saucery true friends true true friends make true friends lots of money passive fuck money is the best blessed for the brain to drop his wisdom that has stuck with me forever r.i.p bobby heenan and this is the quote he's talking about you win some and you lose some unless you're virgil then you lose them all (laughs) (laughs) only one guy that ripped on me that felt like a compliment bobby the brain heenan will go down as the greatest love you wees and pokemon go fuck yourself not much this week on behalf of everyone go fuck yourself Nobody believe you unless you believe yourself, jabronis. Okay, now hold on a second. As I, I have, I have, I have uh, kayfabe news queued up. I'm just, I'm, I'm still learning the iPad, folks. So, come on. Okay, here we go. Let's see. There, kayfabe news. Okay, now here we go with the first news story. Come on, load up. Human. Oh, I don't want to follow you. Shut up. Humanoids mourn, but after life, after life blessed with reuni- reunited commentary duo. And that is obviously referring to Bobby the Brain and Gorilla Matsu. Mm-hmm. All right, next one. New merger creates global impact, total action force, nonstop wrestling anthem explosion. Next. No mercy to feature two WrestleMania-worthy matches and five Velocity-worthy ones. (laughs) (laughs) Event called No Mercy still allows tap-out submissions for some reason. (laughs) Rip-off artist, did Sami Zayn steal his moveset from this generic luchador? (laughs) And that um, luchador they're referring to is El Generico. And a question in the article, Sammy, Say- Sammy Zane says he's never been to Mexico, let, al- let-, let alone mimicked a luchador. <laughs> Contractual mix-up leads to bra and panties match stipulation for Lesnar versus Strowman. Oh, God! <laughs> 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 and finally... The Beast Incarnate versus the Monster Among Men. Which man has the cuter tushy? All right, let's get out of that and go back to the dock. Sorry. All right, okay. And let's see, that's your kayfabe news for this week. And don't forget, always forget, never forget, Lieutenant Dan got a beer named after him. My brother finally got his tender, still has the same look on his face. Um and Gene Coaster talk hashtag every year JT drinks twenty five thousand barrels which equal well you know the same shit the same shit every week it hasn't changed yet <laughs> I haven't upped that yet Gene needs to change some of the facts on the facts on that so I'll let you do that man <laughs> I, 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 you can stop reading them any week you want I'm cool with it it's, it's like a break it's another break song for me. <laughs> So that that's it. Then that's your JT land this week. Good night. Go fuck yourself. Um, old country way. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna read read you the Gene Simmons. Uh, I would I would I would trademark the air you breathe if I could because you know I only called that on this show like months ago. But mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but there we go. We're we're it's three thirty. So yeah, let's go. Attention, Kmart shoppers! It's the blue light special. 
For those interested, NPR interviewed Charlotte and, or excuse me, reviewed Charlotte and Ric Flair's new book. Regrettably, the audiobook version has been canceled. Hey guys, if you need somebody to read that for you, I already offered to read Drew Gulak's PowerPoint presentation for him, so, uh, you know, I I will read your book too. Just, uh, you guys are flares, so it'll cost you more. I mean, uh, you know, at least let me, let me take a ride in the limousine or on the Learjet or something, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Alternative facts. This is, this is stupid, sexy Flanders. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, EcoMerch.Fiverr.com, NashvillePillows.biz, CoasterMilkCartons.edu, WhenDrawGottaSpeaks.DropWhatYou'reDoing.You Listen, JT actually send G is stuff.truth, praise be Gender.ca, if riot dies, we Daryl.Melmac, Poonslayer JT is dot something dot something. Joe got his Guardians 2 digital copy dot fin. Gene Simmons dot owns dot everything. Keep G high dot gofundg.com. Joe kind of stopped watching wrestling except for the wrestling he kind of sort of watched dot glitter owl beard and shark dot org. Nope. Nope. Fuck yeah. that up. Yeah, you got Sharks me. <laughs> glitter owl bearded land shark dot org. <laughs> does anybody even have, uh, does anybody even care about this section dot question mark? Discount heat, heat emporium, cheapheat.com, and spatula city, spatula city, spatula city. Oh, we always care about this section. This, this, this section <laughs> that truth we just need to come up with more we got it we got we got to update it more often uh, according to the tampa bay tribune the official cause of death for bobby heenan was multiple organ failure brought on due to throat cancer which of course uh as was mentioned earlier in the program uh not uh entirely a surprise but uh our thoughts are with his family friends and the millions upon millions of fans around the world uh, who are joining us in mourning. Uh, WWE filmed footage for an upcoming Bobby the Brain Heenan documentary in tribute to the recently passed legend at Raw, interviewing a variety of superstars and WWE personnel backstage. WWE has recently updated the rules for talent when touring overseas, requiring the stars to be accompanied by bodyguards if they go where fans are, and not to be photographed with any fans who are either drinking or drunk. This is because there have been several incidents on previous international tours, and WWE is trying to prevent negative publicity and liability for them going forward. Did something happen in particular this week I missed? I don't think so. Nobody heard anything. Okay. I was wondering when I saw that story, I'm like, huh. I, I don't... Maybe we'll hear about something soon. Or maybe the bodyguards are there to protect the fans, not the wrestlers. I don't know. We'll get this, uh, this next story is about uh, the Shinsuke Nakamura thing, the Jinder Mahal uh, promo. Uh, according to uh, Brian Zane on Wrestling with Regrets, Jinder, uh, it, it wasn't that Jinder called him Mr. Miyagi. It was that he said, you always rook the same. Rook with an R. Uh that drew the that's too far chant from the crowd uh to the surprise of no one wwe did not upload a highlight clip of this particular segment to youtube when interviewed kim jong-il replied i'm sure wrong really i thought he said i'm rocket man (laughs) (laughs) there there is more to the story i don't know if it dropped but there's i guess some big article being written 
And the WWE already released their response to the article, but I'm not even sure if the article's out yet. <laughs> I, I was, I, again, I saw these earlier, like Wednesday or Thursday, both of those things were there, but I didn't see any any version of this article coming out. So I, I don't know what's going on. Obviously, there, there's two sides to this one. Well, there's probably more than two. Well, one is it's like, okay, it's, it's obviously racist. The other side is still saying it. Where do you draw the line? I mean, I had I, uh, I, I posted on Twitter saying that if the WWE audience is chanting, that's too far, maybe you went a little too far. <laughs> I mean, this is an audience that doesn't, uh, you know, really have a huge level of sensitivity. So <laughs> for them to say you, you've yeah. gone too far is... Uh, yeah, is pretty indicative that you've probably gone too far. I think, I think so. I don't know. I'm I'm not too sure if the audience is this, not the audience that once was that used to chance faggot at wrestlers and things like that. Which, <laughs> oh, we could know, we, we could get into that right. We we could totally get into that. We were talking about it before the show with with the with the way that crowds act uh, as opposed to the way crowds are expected to act i guess i i don't i don't i don't really know we were talking about uh uh <laughs> this this whole thing uh before the show with uh i don't even remember who the fuck we were talking about <laughs> uh jimmy havoc okay there was this uh there was this whole thing of uh somebody at a show in the crowd yelled to one of the female wrestlers get your tits out and uh, Jimmy Havoc, oh, yeah, yeah I saw some about this. Jimmy Havoc jumped in, and there's this whole uh, back and forth, and the one guy with Jimmy Havoc and this uh, reporter, uh, uh, basically, uh, Jimmy Havoc says, "Hey guys, if you shout, get your tits out at a show to a girl in the ring and get called out for it, don't argue your case. You have none." Uh, and Somebody else uh, said at Pro Wrestling Mag, if you have a uh, a problem with what he's saying, please stop watching. That attitude towards women is toxic. Uh, and this guy, Bill Batty, says, why shouldn't men chant it? They have a right to. A large percentage aren't interested in seeing women wrestle and want them in their eye candy role. Uh, to which Pro Wrestling Mag ret- ret- uh, replied, uh, then they should go on Pornhub. And this jabroni goes, no, why should they? Wrestling utilized women as sex objects and men liked it. Now they expect mm-hmm. consumer attitudes to change on a whim? No, the consumer will decide what he wants. Wrestling is aimed at men and men have already been lured in by marketing women as sex symbols. Yep. Both sides are right here. <laughs> I'm not right in the, more, in the sense of morality. Right. But go on any wrestling <laughs> I, I, I don't, group. I don't. Or any of that? You, you see this all the fucking time. <laughs> There's totally a huge chunk of the male audience that is sexualizing the women. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't disagree mm-hmm. with that. I, I mean, yeah. I, 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 disagree with, I disagree with them doing so, but I don't disagree with your statement is, is, is what I'm saying. I, 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 dude, I've been putting that in my fucking overviews when I wrote them back in the day. I can download porn if I wanted to. And I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm in that camp, but I, I, I'd be ignorant to ignore the fact that I see this all the time. When I'm, you know, on Facebook or in forums or whatever, it's totally there. Like, whether it's, like, 
they call it like after dark and then they're posting like you know old playboy pictures of the wrestlers <laughs> up to the modern era like it's still there yeah no i i'm not denying that it's there i'm just saying like i i don't disagree with uh with with jimmy havoc in this case i, I agree with him personally like again my own bias i think it's kind of stupid and pointless like i sure but i, I i'm just saying i don't think I don't think anything represents the whole audience regardless. I think there's certainly a percentage of the population of it. The same way I don't think... I, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people in the audience that didn't chant that's too far. Because, I, again, I go on the internet and I see fucking people siding with Trump and racist bullshit all the fucking time. Absolutely. Yeah. So, does that mean we do? <laughs> Us on this show? No. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, because I know you guys have been you guys for years. Yeah. But on... I do definitely see that stuff, too. Well, it's a lot easier for somebody to post a bunch of shit on Twitter siding with, you know, oh, that promo was fine, and, you know, da-da-da. If you're physically at a show and you're yelling stuff and there's people around you calling you out on it, that's a little bit of a different thing, just in that you're physically there in the middle of it and there is an opportunity for repercussion I didn't know who this guy was when the tweets started going around. Mm -hmm. Apparently, he was on Big Brother once. Oh, jeez. And uh, from Big Brother, he tried to be a wrestler, had three pretty bad matches and quit, and huh. then ended up working for basically an aggregate site, putting his stuff out there. And he, in some circles, is very well known for... Pretty much two things. Starting shit on Twitter to get a reaction because he's a heel on Twitter. Because apparently <laughs> he couldn't see one in real life. And uh, the other thing is you know, he goes to these shows and engages in incredibly misogynistic behavior. He's been kicked out of places before. And you know what's mm -hmm. the, the sickest part, he has a young son. Oh, jeez. Okay. And the idea that a kid is growing up with this as a role model is much more troublesome to me because he doesn't have anything to counterbalance that. And if we end up with another version of his dad, okay, that's going to be great. But, you know, it, it's one of those things where a lot of it really seems to be the shock value for attention kind of thing because mm -hmm. there was already a whole argument of you know the fans who claim to be in character on twitter it's like if you're not a fucking wrestler shut up mm -hmm. you're not a heel on twitter you're, <laughs> you're, you're a dick and that's it mm -hmm. um, but you know there are shows that i quit going to because of the way that big chunks of the audience would behave and it's not like I'm the most easily offended person on the planet, you know, but yeah, it, it can get really bad. And when you have somebody who really seems like he's stirring the pot to get real wrestlers to pay attention to him, that's just going to make everything worse when you go to shows and people think, oh, well, I saw that guy do it on Twitter. I'm going to do it because it's cool. Mm -hmm. And it isn't cool. It isn't cool at all. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. <laughs> but it is. Well, you had other people start chiming in on this. Uh, Ricochet chimed in. Uh, Diana Parazzo 
this this is uh, the interesting one for me is Diana Parazzo uh, says it's it's extremely sad that while society evolves, you backtrack. This entire thread is truly disgusting. And this guy goes because I'd rather see her in a strip club than a ring. I'm backwards. Nah, I'm a man who appreciates women the right way. And uh, her response is, then I suggest you go to a strip club instead of classifying women athletes in the same category. Uh, and uh, Lance Storm chimes in and says, Diana, you spelled go fuck yourself wrong. <laughs> if you get that out of Lance Storm, then that's the sign that you just need to go. <laughs> yeah, I can. Like, I agree with you guys. It's out of the context. <laughs> it's just Pornhub, Pornhub.com, Brazzers, all that stuff's out there. You want it? Go get it. Uh, there was there was a Kevin Nash quote, and I, I I'm probably paraphrasing here because this was a long time ago. I heard him say this, uh, but basically uh, the the idea behind his quote was uh, he's not tuning into wrestling to see you know to women's wrestling to see naked women. If he wants that, he'll watch porn. <laughs> exactly. And, and and that's that's exactly it. I mean, you know, are they like are there women wrestlers that I'm a fan of because I find them attractive? Yeah, sure, why not? But you know, like that's you know, I also appreciate their in ring ability, and I'm not gonna sit there and be like, show your tits. <laughs> like that's ridiculous and, and just whatever. <laughs> <laughs> ultimately this guy's intentionally going out of his way to instigate is what you're telling me so fair enough that he's a troll well, what it is in, in that case it needs to be in that case just ignore him like, like you know I, I think uh i think jimmy havoc's initial statement was justified and I think once this guy starts talking, if he's, you know, a notorious troll, I think, you know, uh, what I say about uh, certain Facebook friends, don't feed the trolls. <laughs> you know? Now you're well, just one of the sites that he worked for fired him today. So, oh, good. Uh, that was good. Good. I like it when people's actions have consequences. <laughs> yes. There was much rejoicing in certain sections of Twitter after that post. Yeah, I I I like when when <laughs> when when people are uh, yeah I like when that happens. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, as widely speculated, Vince McMahon bladed in advance and covered it up uh, with so that Owens uh, when when Owens gave him a headbutt, there would be blood everywhere. Apparently, he stopped the cut with Vaseline, though, and not new skin. Additionally, the reason Stephanie McMahon was there so quick was that she was originally going to come out with a towel, and Vince was going to bleed all over the towel for a visual. Internally, WWE is maintaining that Vince McMahon wouldn't blade because blading isn't allowed anymore in WWE and that the blood from the Kevin Owens spot wasn't planned. However, that's also been the same company line for any Brock Lesnar matches or WrestleMania bleh, matches with blood as of late. Uh, and if Vince McMahon wants blood, he's the boss, literally. Furthermore, if you look at close-ups before Kevin, Owen before Kevin Owens gives him the headbutt, there's a line on Vince's forehead. 
And when Vince McMahon gets busted open, the blood exactly follows that same line, so draw your own conclusions. Yeah, Ruby, Ruby, Ru. I think that <laughs> probably explains it. Paige has been successfully, or has been fully cleared for an in-ring return and plans have her coming back on the SmackDown brand. She's been in training, uh, in the training center this week. Sexy Star has been pulled from a AAA show in Tokyo and it appears she's done with the promotion again in the wake of her incident with Rosemary at Triple Mania. This might surprise you, but Ric Flair actually admitted he has a problem with alcohol and that during his admittance to the hospital and subsequently the ICU, his daughter Charlotte was told that he wasn't going to make it. Yikes. He's starting doing physical therapy and riding a, station, a stationary bike, but he's unable to walk on his own. He needs a walker to get around. Well. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> borrowed time, people. Borrowed time. Pretty much. Alcohol problem, I guess. Uh... Oh, no, 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 not borrowed time. It's bonus time. I'm sorry. That's what that's what um they said on one of the morning radio show I listened to. Said he's basically in his bonus. He's in bonus time. Pretty much right now. So yeah, <laughs> I I can't disagree with that uh, assessment. Uh, I guess, but the obviously implied thing is sudden death. So yeah, saying. Yeah, I know, and the, the, you know, the thing is at this point with, with, you know, I know, you know, we, I, I will, while I wasn't surprised with Bob Heenan, Heenan I won't be surprised when this happens. He's, no. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. He, he, you know, he, he, he's that car that you keep, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to get a new car because you don't want car payments, so you keep shelling, throwing money into it to keep it running, and when it finally said, they finally tell you, you can't, you got, you can't, you can't keep this car running anymore, you, you know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's trade him in for a new Rick Flair, which you can't really do, but yeah. Oh, well, maybe if nothing else, if he's admitting as a problem, he gets the help he needs and extends it a couple more years. Nothing else. <laughs> we'll see, I suppose. I, I heard, I heard something about that related to, uh, a previous time he did the same thing after Chair uh, got fired because of him. So, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, man. It is a disease. Indeed. Ring of Honor sent out a press release to show that Cody Rhodes has signed a full-time ROH contract. And they also let let their let, let um all the power companies know in the states that they that they, they that they need to go on a payment plan because they won't be able to afford their lighting bills. <laughs> nice. That's pretty good. Well, maybe not for you. It makes your job easier, does it? Well, I don't work for I don't work I don't work for the power company. I work for the water company. Oh, so. water. <laughs> well, wrong well, no, no, no. We have we have we have um. Well, National Grid here has um. You know, if you can't, if if your bill's too high, we'll work out a payment plan, and you know, your higher bills in the winter time will get put on to like, you know, your bills and your bills will be higher in the summertime, mm -hmm. so you pay, you can pay off, you know, so that way, like, because we have, we will have people live in the city, because you know, 
it gets cold. Joe knows about getting how cold it gets. It can mm-hmm. get, and people will have like five and six hundred dollar freaking heating bills. So mm-hmm. you know they they offer okay, well, pay what you you know they'll offer something where you can pay more in the summertime and you know your your bills will be lower in the winter time. That's what I was kind of referencing. Yeah. Plus, you got your company. They're smarter financial decisions. Like they don't go and spend all the money on Cody Rhodes. Get them more affordable. <laughs> options, right? You got you guys get the what the Ted DiBiase Jr. or <laughs> discount wrestlers. I'm watching Glacier on a Ring of Honor right now. What the fuck? <laughs> I saw that. I just have it on in the background. I usually put on the last hour of the show and just kind of leave the mute off. That's fucking crazy. I'm sitting there, I'm watching an episode of Monday Nitro on, on the network, and I uh, <laughs> I uh, I was on my phone going through Facebook, and I saw this post of, oh, you won't believe the former WCW superstar that shows up in Ring of Honor, so I start watching this video. While I'm watching a, uh, a Mortis match on WCW Nitro, I'm seeing Glacier show up in Ring of Honor. I'm like, what the fuck? Who spent now, money on Glacier... that guy? Now, does Glacier show up with the same poor... Shitty gimmick he had in WCW. Yes. Came out yeah. Snowing. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> that, uh, the, the wintry background and his name comes up. At first, I thought it was like a Game of Thrones thing, and then I'm kind. Of, I guess it kind of probably is. What they were going for with that graphic. But yeah. he's been doing like kind of like a, a little. Uh, I guess I don't know if he was away and people just paying attention to him now or what it is, but he seems. Seems to be getting a bit of work over the summer, so. I thought he sold that gimmick to Kaz Hayashi. <laughs> WCW. I don't know. I have no idea. WCW, you know, gimmicks. That was a WCW storyline. He sold the gimmick to Kaz Hayashi, and I don't fucking know, whatever. Well, I'll, okay, that's KP, but. <laughs> no, I know. That was a joke. Anyway. It was a joke. Actually, the gimmick was a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Sub Zero wins. <laughs> so what's what's the, the deal with like Cody? Did like the is it, anyone knows his contract to keep him out of New Japan, or is that still open, or what's the deal? Anyone know? No. Well, he's been their heavyweight champion, so they pretty much either had to sign him to a contract or get the title off of him and on somebody else. And while a lot of Ring of Honor fans want to see Dalton Castle finally win that and me included oh yeah totally ah that is long overdue I love Dalton Castle he's amazing but yeah there was a confrontation between Cody and Dalton when Cody said you know I've beaten everybody there's nobody left and as only he can Dalton stepped up and said I'm still here bitch and it was great but then he had to go out for some or other it wasn't you know super high up there on the scale of oh god surgery so he'll be back and i honestly think that cody's holding the title until dalton can take it off him i could be wrong but i'm kind of thinking they figured okay let's just leave it on you and then when he comes back then we'll go that way so they must have a working arrangement then. With, Maybe. With both promos. I, I, I don't know if this is an exclusive contract or not. I, I kind of read like it was. 
So, well, he, I don't know. It may not be exclusive just because Ring of Honor has a working relationship with a couple of other companies anyway. And mm. New Japan isn't the only one. Um, they had some Revolution Pro guys. You know, they have... You know, they have guys from a couple of different countries show up every now and then. So I would think that if he signs with Ring of Honor, he'd be able to work with any of their associates. That would be okay. Yeah, I know, I know that's in the past what they've done with those, but I just wasn't sure. That's all I... I, I like, does the belt, I'd imagine they must have figured something out with that. Oh, well, Okay. This could get okay. interesting. I, 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 my voice is not in the shape to do the time to play the name thing. Anyway, uh, this Ursula could... Hayden, aka Baby no, Farmer's I, daughter. I, I meant the intro play. to this particular oh, thing where it yeah, says yeah. time to play the name. I wasn't going to try and be Lemmy. Uh, <laughs> uh, this could get interesting. Ursula Hayden, aka Babe the Farmer's daughter, for the original Glorious Ladies of Wrestling, GLOW, filed a trademark application on September 1st on that acronym. Hayden owns the rights to the original Glow tape library. That may present problems for the Netflix series based on Glow, which recently announced it's entering production on a second season. Yeah, these are all named stories. There's four of them. Yeah, despite WWE announcing they will run an event called Starcade the same night as the Wrestlecade convention in Greensboro on November 25th, Organizers for WrestleCade said they intend to go ahead with their con as planned. I'm sure WWE uh, Michael Hayes apparently invited Cody Rhodes to come back to team with, uh, I think, to team with Goldust against the Hardys or something for that, just for that Starcade event. Yeah. Yeah. That was a tweet. Yeah. Uh, right I have now. I it's not going to happen if the, uh, the contract, though. Probably not. Uh, right now, the odds are high that Impact Wrestling will not be using the GFW name anymore, and no one is sure that Jeff Jarrett will come back from his extended leave of absence. The plan going forward is for Impact to be more of a Canadian company due to the economic advantages and the fact Anthem is based in Toronto, which is why both Bound for Glory and the TV tapings are taking place in Ottawa. It's pretty fucking hilarious considering all of the Canadian wrestlers used to have massive problems getting to TNA when they were in Orlando. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh man, how many were there? There was like Rude, Eric Young, and Shalina Love. Mm hmm. They all had like some big kerfuffle. There was one more or two in well, there. Petey Williams was there forever. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, well, the whole Team Canada thing, basically. Mm hmm. But there is a bunch of them actually had like legit issues where they weren't able to work because of visa problems. There was, there was stories about that all the fucking time on this show. And now they're, I think they're pretty much all gone. <laughs> pretty much. They were left with Bram. What a, what a fucking <laughs> short end of the stick they got on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Due to Bound for Glory heading to Canada, Jim Cornette has had to bid farewell to Impact Wrestling as he's not allowed into the country for an assault record. <laughs> uh, mostly due to fans attacking him, then pressing charges against him, dating back to at least 2010 when he was turned away at the border. There's not any heat between Cornette and, and Anthem or vice versa. It's just a practical matter of him not being able to appear. 
I actually, yeah. uh, I actually heard the Jim Cornette talk about the situation of him not being able to go to Canada, and it was basically, uh, all they wanted him to do is basically prove that he had the charges dropped, <laughs> which he has, and he, but he's like, "Fuck that! <laughs> you don't want me in your country. I'm not coming to your fucking country." <laughs> <laughs> no, what he needs to do, he needs to go to, he needs to go to, um, customs, or he goes to, he needs to go to the border, and he's got to have someone record him, he's got to just do one of his rants, like he did at the Wendy's, D- or Dairy or Queen. whatever it was. Dairy Queen. Or Dairy Queen, he did one of those, <laughs> and then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll get him back into Canada. <laughs> <laughs> you know, though, in all fairness, it is quiet here. Nah, just stay. Just stay, it's nice. Wait, you guys! I thought you guys built a wall. That that South Park South Park usually speaks truth, and they, they said you built a wall. Um, <laughs> no, that's just it. snow, man. It just just keeps building up. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're not shoveling the border. Fuck that. <laughs> Due to the decision to not broadcast Evolve this weekend or any other WWN events, uh, the Flow Sports has started to issue subscriber refunds. Planned coverage of WWN events will no longer be available on Flow Slam. This includes Evolve, Shine, FIP, Style Battle, and ACW events. The situation between Flow Sports and WWN broke down because Flow believes WWN greatly exaggerated the number of pay-per-view buys they were doing for their events when the, uh, when the contract was first signed. WWN's side of the story is one, they weren't exaggerated, and two, data on buys and line and live viewers was difficult to procure because their old hosting company, Fine Line Hosting, went out of business and deleted all of the info stored on their servers. That's funny that actually happens in this day and age. Sounds yeah. like they rage quit. <laughs> Pretty much. Delete all the files and shit. That, that's the part that I found more interesting. Kind of a shame. It's such a small company. Like, Flow Sports has a lot of, like, uh, niche events outside of wrestling as part of their programming, right? Mm-hmm. But Evolve was pulling, like... Oh, I didn't get the numbers in there. It was The buy rate was super low, though. It was, like, fifteen to 100 to 2,000 at best. And they were claiming they were going to get 5,000. Which isn't much either, but... I mean, it, it's easy. It, it's easy to fudge numbers on the internet too. So, <laughs> well, what, what were they charging for that? It was like ten or twenty dollars. I think month. it was like twenty bucks. I think that's why I never signed up was because it was like more than what the WWE Network or uh, you know New Japan World was going to cost. Incredible! It was twenty bucks. And I, I'm more likely to watch WWE Network, so I'll pay the ten instead of the twenty. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's not not a lot of money being made there, but I guess there's there's there is a bunch of people who are upset about it that are fans of this promotion. So I mean, I can understand it's probably WWN will bounce back though, and they'll come up with something else and some other way to get their product out there because that's basically their uh, business model since day one. So it'll happen. Past twenty two will be if they own the equipment. The broadcast, uh, that's a still expensive startup. Buying the cameras, the servers. Before they stuff. were on Flow Slam, they were broadcasting their own shit. So, 
Well, they're the ones that always have, they're one of the ones that always had problems with their their pay per views. So they yeah, gotta figure that out now, I guess. Yeah. A trial by fire. There we go. I don't know. Get was... on Twitch, man. Yeah. Everybody else is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you can charge money on Twitch. Can you yet? Have they set that up yet? I uh, you can you can do that on YouTube though, can't you? Like charge on YouTube, you can. I, I'm not do sure paper, about Twitch. I, I really don't know. I'm ignorant, so. But I know a lot of YouTubers are doing Twitch as well because I've been watching, uh, you know, I'll watch a lot of YouTube and they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm going to go on Twitch later and you can follow me there and, you know, have exclusive yeah. content and whatever. I don't know. So I don't know if they're making money there or how they're making money or what the deal is. Well, the exposure part is part of the monetizing. Okay, I just don't know. If... Oh, they have a new affiliate program. We'll let any streamer earn money. It just started up in April. There is definitely money there. I, I'm just not that familiar with it. I don't like. I don't really watch people play video games. I know it's incredibly popular, and I completely understand it. But I'd rather play them, watch myself play them. So. I was doing a voiceover the other day uh, for a for a pro wrestling channel, and he uh, he sent me a thing, and he said, uh, you know, when you say unbelievable, I want it like over the top, like Vince McMahon would would have said it back in the day. And I'm like, he's like. He's like, I was trying to find a clip of it on YouTube, but I couldn't, and I'm sure you know what I mean. And I'm like, dude, I know exactly what you mean. And so I recorded the voiceover, and I went on YouTube, and I looked up uh, gameplay footage uh, for WrestleMania, the arcade game. <laughs> because that is, like, the first thing I thought of when he said that. Because when you win a, when you win a match, occasionally Vince will go, UNBELIEVABLE! <laughs> so I, I uh, sat there, and I, I was watching this video, and I'm like, man, like... The guy had, uh, like, turned on Unlimited Health or whatever, and I'm sitting there watching this guy play this game. I'm like, man, this guy sucks at this game. <laughs> I can't watch people play video games, man. I can't. I was watching a uh, a video. It was a Sonic 2 retrospective uh, where this guy's talking about his experiences with Sonic 2 and how he, how he, what he likes about the game and what he dislikes about the game, and all I kept hearing was, I suck at this game, so this game sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, okay, so I'll... I know we're on a high and all this, but I just saw this, and I'm watching the, the Tennessee Titans-Seattle Seahawks game. Yes. The um, people who performed the national anthem performed it and then took knees. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. no. About that Solid solid. <laughs> Show uh, of solidarity, man. That, that, that sang the, I don't know who it was, but they, they, were, they, were, they just did the whole national anthem thing, and then after the national anthem, they all took knees. They both both the people performing took knees. So, show Sorry. solidarity thing, man. That's uh, that's that's cool though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I can't tell you how many times I've watched video game, you know, playthroughs or whatever, and I'm just sitting here like, you suck at this game. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, fuck it, I'm I gonna just, go play the goddamn game now. I just know I suck game. I suck at games, so that's why I play um. Games like the Telltale games, so I know I'm playing by myself, and I know <laughs> right. They're all. I don't they're play all, online. All you're doing is talking. All you do is all you do is you're just talking. And there's no actual gameplay. That's why I don't play online. But that's that's why I also would not do a, a, a gameplay stream on on Twitch because like I suck at video games. I know I suck at video games. Why do I need to prove to everybody else I suck at video games? <laughs> <laughs> It's just ridiculous watching some of these <laughs> some of these guys, man. Like, 
Well, well, none of us are part of the demographic that watches this. This is so. true, I, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> there are you... there are people there are people at my nightcap I see that sit there and watch that that one dude, whatever his name is, and they um <laughs> they he they, he watch watches they watch him as he talks talks shit about the games going through them. I know who you're yeah. talking about. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but I like that guy. The, the only reason I know who he is is because of South Park. Sorry. <laughs> is he PewDiePie? No, yeah. no. Okay, Nazi there's a guy. yeah, yeah okay. there's a different guy though that uh, that I'm thinking of. I can't think of his name. Who Probably basically? Nazi, they're all Nazis. It doesn't matter. Basically, sits there and that, that's the old man. <laughs> shit talks games. All fucking Nazis. No, no, it's it. Look, it's just one of those things. It's it's very popular. Super high ratings. Mm-hmm. More people are watching video games in that generation than anything else. So, eh, it's okay. We're old. Granted, I like to watch. I used to like to watch my brother play. He used to play Siphon Filter, and that was pretty fun to watch him play. But I wouldn't like. I'm not gonna go online to watch some dude play it online. <laughs> well, uh, well, the, dude... thing, the, the, the thing is, like, part of it's like the community and the the chat rooms and things like that. I actually do know a little bit more about this than I want to let on to, because I kick kids off of it at work all the time. <laughs> You know, it's it's just part of it is the interactive experience. It's not much different than it was for a lot of our generation as kids when you go down to the arcade and watch people play. Sure. And you wait to play a turn or just hang out with your friend. Even if you don't play games, you don't give a shit. You just start to hang out with your buddies from school, you know? I mean, I, I'll admit I am subscribed to at least one guy whose entire premise of his YouTube channel was he plays retro video games. Uh which I I got hooked on watching his videos because he uh, he killed Bowser at the end of Super Mario Brothers three with Hammer Mario, <laughs> like holy shit! I didn't know you could fucking do that. Subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got to hold on to that shit, like not die. Yeah, that's how you do it. You I, I died a lot. I never knew you could do that. He did all right at that. Like. There's there's some times where I'm watching him play and I'm like, dude, you fucking suck. And then there's other times where like, holy shit, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, I just a lot of times when I'm watching guys play video games online, that I'm it, it it'll inevitably be a video game that I've played or been a fan of because I'm not gonna sit there and watch somebody play like a first person shooter because one, I can't play first person shooters, I get sick. <laughs> so why am I going to watch somebody else play a first-person shooter? Um, like, I'll watch people play games that I've, I'm very familiar with. So, like, watching the guys play, like I said, the WrestleMania arcade game and, uh, and the you know, like, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, I can sit here and be like, come on, dude, you really fucking suck at this game. <laughs> the guy's like, oh, you know, I'm playing the mobile version, and you can you can restart the special stages, so I finally was able to play as Super Sonic, like... The game came out in the early fucking 90s, and you've never gotten all of the fucking emeralds? <laughs> Maybe he never played it until now. No, he, that was his complaint. I never played that game. And I no, I, I get that, but this guy's main complaint about the game was he couldn't get all the Chaos Emeralds when he was a, when he was playing. And it's okay. like... all you, eh, all, you, big a deal. all you have to do is, like, memorize the patterns and... Hey, look. <laughs> yeah, but you also have to put that time in and play it that much. I when guess. Other I things in life are available to you, you know, I like guess. going outside. 
Who wants to go outside? Yeah, well, your graphics probably suck. Probably <laughs> yelled at you to do it. <laughs> I was kind of lucky I went outside a lot more than played games because I had a, not only the parents yelling at me, but the big brother who would not let me play. <laughs> so not by choice, I went outside a lot. Or See, my parents, my parents always told me, like, well, we were only allowed to play two hours a day of video games, and we had to be outside. And, you know, we never listened to that. We just played as much video games as we possibly uh-huh. could. And then, <laughs> then we, we went outside a little bit. Actually, you know, the funny thing is I had the parents that 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 wanted me to go outside and then grounded me because I didn't go outside. It's like, nice. I ended up, okay, I didn't go outside, and then I get punished by not going outside. It's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> You didn't go outside. Now you can't go outside. Yeah, now now you're on punishment. So it's like <laughs> I got okay. to better play video games. My yeah. mom, I well, I know I I had the type of parents that would take, make sure I wouldn't play video games either. But it was just like <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna punish me for not going outside by making me taking going outside away from me, <laughs> except for walking the dog. Oh, yeah, Tom Brady just threw an interception with less than a minute to go in the game. And I got that, lose. I got that Seahawks-Titans game on. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, I, my mom once tried to punish me for, uh, by telling me I couldn't go to my friend's house anymore, so I got around that by uh, going and hanging out with my friend across the street from his house. Like, I'm, hmm. I'm technically not at Sean's house. <laughs> I would like my mom oh, would my mom would was, try to punish me. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> my mom would try to punish me, and she would try to ground me from doing things. But she would say very specific things. So like, oh well, you, you can't talk to you can't call Greg on the phone anymore. And my friend Greg would go to my cousin's house and call me from my cousin's house. It's like, yeah, you you, you didn't say uh, you, you didn't say I couldn't. Uh, Call over to my cousin's house and talk to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just said I couldn't call his house. <laughs> well, my mom used to do that. My stepdad used to, you know, punish me, and then he'd be like, "My mom was like, well, he didn't say you couldn't do this, so just go ahead and do it." Yeah, right. Ah, <laughs> uh, <shit. laughs> uh, loopholes. <coughs> All right, let's get out of here. Yep. Just because I got work to do. No, you don't. But yes. I gotta go. I've That's got more important. Yeah, I've yeah. got work to do. Well, if we all have to go, since this didn't get mentioned, congratulations should go out to the Motor City Machine Guns for winning the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles for the first time ever in their entire career. Oh, cool. They did that at a Death Before Dishonor in Las Vegas the other night. Uh, took them off the Young Bucks in what was quite the match. And... Uh, uh, been a big fan of those guys for years and years, and they've never won that, and they finally did. So, yay! Oh, cool. cool. All right. Well, then. For at Book Junkie Jaina, for at Random Redhead, for at G of the Internet, for at El Generico, and at Mark underscore Noise, who will be back on the show eventually, I'm sure. I am at Think So Joe. We are at Board Wrestling Fin, that's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern live on BoardWrestlingFan.com or download us wherever podcasts are sold. We'll see you next week.
Croxville Defific is very hard to spell. <laughs>